At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It is a Silver Linings edition. Hornets fall at home to the Memphis Grizzlies, 131-107. to Quite frankly, it was a runaway win for the Grizzlies, but we will always find you our Silver Linings. We'll get those to you. Also want to talk about the return of Hornets' six-man Cody Martin uh, coming back off the bench for the first time since opening night. What does it mean for the team moving forward? And a milestone reach by LaMelo Ball. Helping me on all of these topics, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo. Rob, let's start with the game. Uh, Charlotte uh, got blown out earlier this year against Memphis. It was a 31-point decision, and the mindset at the time was, well, LaMelo didn't play in that game. Gordon Hayward didn't play in that game. Terry Rozier didn't play in that game. The Hornets just didn't have the bodies to stack up against a more or less full-strength or fuller-strength Memphis team to really compete. This time around, still some injuries, yes. Kelly Oubre unavailable, Gordon Hayward unavailable. But your starting backcourt was there. For a moment, that was enough to keep it close, but eventually Memphis just pulled away, building a 29-point lead by halftime and never looking back. I'm starting to feel like at this rate, the way that the Hornets have played against the Grizzlies over the last couple of seasons now, it's just not a good matchup for Charlotte. John Morant, Steven Adams, that pick-and-roll combo, then you got other guys in there like Jaron Jackson, who's a big body that can protect the rim as well, and just the rotation as a whole is just a really difficult matchup for Charlotte in general, and then it's a tough matchup for everybody in the association. They're second in the Western Conference for a reason. They were the number two seed last year in the playoffs for a reason because they are just so darn good. So, I mean... Like you said, I mean, this one was, I don't want to say it was over early, but the fat lady was starting to warm up pretty early at halftime, maybe you could say. So, I mean, it's just one thing after another. 
Hornets got in foul trouble there in the first half. Points in the paint was a big disparity, too. I mean, Charlotte was getting doubled up there at halftime, and I figured it wasn't going to go in favor of the Hornets just because of the bigger bodies that Memphis has, that dominating paint presence that that Memphis usually comes away with. But, you know, the Hornets just didn't really get anything going. Memphis... We talked about runs on yesterday's podcast. They had a 13-2 run over the final four minutes and 11 seconds of the first quarter, and then that got to a 27-8 to extended run going into the second quarter. And at that point, that was where things started to go south for the Hornets rather quickly. So just was not a good night for the Hornets in general. Just did not shoot the ball very well. They started off shooting well. They had a couple of threes early in the first quarter, but then other than that, they went pretty cold pretty quick. Yeah, they led 22-21 to at one point in the first quarter and then proceeded to give up a 55-25 to run to end the half. They fall 131-107. to Before we get to silver linings, do want to talk about uh, kind of the state of the season now. And, and again, we started this podcast talking about the first matchup where Charlotte was so beriddled with injuries, they just didn't have a chance. Now they're less injured, but still the injuries are having an impact on the team's ability to win some of these games against competition, the caliber of a Memphis, something that head coach Steve Clifford talked about after the game you know it's just hard it seems like you know every time we start to play better you know in the west coast trip or oklahoma city then you know we lose you know then kelly went out you know and gordon went out so it, it's definitely hard and i think what you have to try to do as a coach is you have to you know evaluate all of it and try to figure out why because who you're doing things with is is everything and then it's also how well are we doing it you know so otherwise you know, you can't work on the right things or have the right plan to get better. I think early in the season, it didn't matter much who the Hornets were playing. There were so many injuries. It was so overwhelming to key guys that if the other team played really well, Charlotte was going to have to play at another worldly level to keep up. Now we're starting to pare down the number of opponents who that's really the case for, but I think Memphis is one of them. Memphis is loaded. They are the number two team in the Western Conference. They are a team that is hungry to make a Western Conference Finals, if not better here this season, and uh, you know they came in relatively healthy and steamrolled the Hornets, so I think Charlotte is healthy enough now to dictate the outcome in games like the Lakers one we saw the other day, or the Oklahoma City one we saw to start this homestand, but teams like Brooklyn, who are as hot as anyone in the NBA, or Memphis, who's as good as anyone in the NBA, they were able to dictate play and take the win over Charlotte. Let's get to our silver lining selections. Rob Longo, who's your pick? So my pick for my silver lining tonight is Cody Martin. He lobs it for Adams, picked off. Cody Martin, let's fly. He'll throw it down, a two-handed stuff. Cody Martin's first points of the 2022-2023 season, the Dr. Pepper dunk. So that kind of summarizes it right there. Great call, Sam. I don't have to go any further. But no, when you t- when you pare it down, I mean, the fact that we haven't seen Cody all season long for literally the first 56 seconds he was out there on the floor in San Antonio, the opening night of the season, it's great to see him back. 21 minutes. I know he only had four points. I know he was only two of seven from the field. Four rebounds, couple of assists, couple of steals in there. It's just good to have him back into the fold. And I know it's going to be something we talk about here later on in the podcast about getting him back, getting guys like Dennis Smith Jr. back. And I know it seems like when you pick up two, you lose two, and Gordon Hayward and Kelly Oubre, of course. But at the end of the day, this was a guy that was your quote-unquote big free agent signing going into this season because he was he got that restricted free agent offer. You brought him back. You had a lot of trust in him despite a coaching change that he was going to be probably your sixth man off the bench. And you've played the first 
20, 30 games without him. So at the end of the day, it, it stinks, but it was good to see him back nonetheless. Yeah, I'll save a lot of my comments uh, on Cody, who we're, we're thrilled to see back for a later segment where we touch more on his return. But yes, wonderful to see him back on the floor. Might take a game or two to shake the rust off, um, but he should have an impact on this Hornets team moving forward. My selection for silver linings, give me LaMelo Ball. Plumley backs his way in, kick out LaMelo, no. Rebound Plumley back to LaMelo, corner three, yes! That's another 20-point performance for LaMelo Ball. That's now 13 consecutive games for LaMelo Ball with 20 or more points. He finished with 23 points, 12 assists, his seventh double-double of the season. The assist part of it we're going to save for a later segment. You might have heard LaMelo reaching 1,000 career assists, so we'll touch on that milestone a little bit later. But just his consistency of scoring and also his level of energy and level of play out there. Uh, The other day against the Lakers, it really felt like Jalen McDaniels coming off the bench was the spark plug. He started playing at a higher level, and it got the rest of the team revved up to the point that they made the run and actually closed the gap to a two-possession game against the Lakers when it was far from it heading in to the fourth quarter. Uh, Last night for the Hornets, I thought LaMelo Ball was the guy playing with that kind of energy and bringing the rest of the team with him as much as he could. His shooting wasn't perfect, obviously. Four for 13 from beyond the arc, seven of 23 from the floor overall. He got frustrated with the lack of calls in his favor and some of the calls that went against the Hornets, but all things being equal, 12 assists, 23 points. I think he, at times, was on par there with John Morant, whose team played a much, much better game overall, and the stat lines show it. John Morant finished 23 points, one rebound, 8 assists in 27 minutes. LaMelo Ball, 23 points, 4 rebounds, 12 assists. Uh, He is working his tail off out there, and it's showing statistically. Give credit where credit's due. Thought LaMelo looked pretty good out there. 20 points, 11 assists through 3 quarters, and then he played a a couple of minutes there in the 4th and finished with those 23, which was tied for a game high, but no qualms about LaMelo Ball being the silver lining. He's been a top performer, a silver lining, whatever you want to call it, for the last 12, 13 games now since he's come back from his ankle injury. Hornets fall to 10-29 and 29 on the season. Uh, they'll next begin a long road stretch. We'll begin previewing that for you tomorrow when we uh, get you ready for tomorrow's game against the Milwaukee Bucks up at Serve Forum. Coming up next, though, we want to go a little bit deeper into the return of Cody Martin. Such a big piece for the Hornets last season. Seemed to be maybe a big piece for them for the remainder of this season. Might he help turn this team around? We'll talk about that next here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. 
with an uplifting scent that smells like coconut. Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets fell 131-107 to to the Memphis Grizzlies last night. Memphis playing like a team uh, that's near the top of their conference and top of their game. Charlotte, far from the top level of play we've seen from them all season, but we at least saw some positive signs. Of course, LaMelo Ball reaching a career milestone that we'll touch on later. Mason Plumley, despite foul trouble in the first half, managed to get himself past that 10 points and or 10 rebounds threshold, keeping that streak alive. Um, and that just, in general, the feel-good vibe about having Cody Martin back on the floor. Played 21 minutes off the bench, his first run since opening night where he played all of Actually, not even a full minute. He played about 50-some seconds against the San Antonio Spurs before having to leave the game. Uh, Ended up being something that required knee surgery. Eventually works his way back. And then on game 39, he gets back out there on the floor again. Cody, after the game, talked about coming back onto the floor for the Hornets. Yeah, I mean, that's the toughest thing is just rhythm and uh, getting my win back. This is the first time I really dealt with something like this, so... Kind of went how I, how I expected it, especially not being able to play five on five like that. You know, we're on the road. We're already down some guys, so it's tough to really get to practice like that and simulate what it, what an NBA game is and stuff like that. There's really no way to simulate it until you go out there and play. So, you know, this is my first run at it, and obviously I'm not excited about it, but I'm excited to, be, to get back out there on the floor and to be able to compete and just uh, get my rhythm back and find my flow. Yeah, obviously, it's great to see Cody back. He's one of the ultimate good guys in the NBA, and it just, it's wonderful to see him get out there. It was a heartbreaker to see him after signing the free agent contract to return to Charlotte for four years and the serious investment into him and his investment in himself, quite frankly, paying off to see him get sidelined so quickly. That was certainly unfortunate. But he touched on why it takes a while sometimes for guys to work their way back in, particularly for a team dealing with a lot of injuries. When a team is full healthy and someone gets hurt, they can play five-on-five with majority other NBA-level players between teammates at the end of the bench, two-way contract guys, get some run and, and work their way back in. It's not like college where there's three or four days of practice every week and you can just practice you know ones on twos or mix them up however you wish on the NBA you're playing every other day you're not really having a ton of practice time and so there's certainly not a lot of time for extra games to get whoever's injured back up to speed and especially so when there's other injuries on the roster so Cody Martin it's great to see him back there and I do think he will have an impact this game I'm not sure if there was a matchup uh, that he would have been able to take away that changes the outcome had he been at the peak of his powers but if you're going to have to work your way back in and get some minutes in a game that's a, a blowout that's about as good a situation as you can have to do it in without it harming the team Yeah, you can't fault any of that because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just trying to get your breath back underneath you. At the end of the day, just trying to get some practice under your belt, it's tough. I mean, it's extremely tough. I mean, if you ever 
get to Spectrum Center as soon as the doors open at 530. And if you haven't, I mean, check it out and do it because it's interesting to see what goes out on the floor before the game starts. If you get in here about 530, even a little bit before that, if you're a Hive Society member, you can see those young players out there on the floor working out, getting those extra reps in there because they don't have time to get it any place else. They don't have the practice time that they do like you mentioned in college. You, if you go out there, you'll see some of the younger guys, the first-year, the second-year players, they're getting extra work out there with that support staff because they just don't have the time to do it, and that's what Cody Martin's had to do over the past couple of weeks. Now, we've seen him out there a little bit before the entire team warm-ups, and he was just slowly trying to ramp that knee back up to game speed the best he can because at the end of the day, he still had arthroscopic surgery not even, I don't think, two months ago. So it's right around that two-month threshold. So from what we've seen... Everything, of course, knock on wood, has gone according to plan for Cody so far. Couldn't be happier to see him out there on the floor. And again, it's going to take some time to get these guys acclimated because, like Dennis Smith Jr. said, he hasn't had a single rep between him and LaMelo Ball this entire season prior to when they were out there on the floor the other night. And it's going to be the same thing for Cody Martin as well because, again, he was he had that injury nagging him in the preseason. So at the end of the day, it's just going to take some time and you have to be a little patient. Cody Martin back, Dennis Smith Jr. back, so the reserves are back on defense. Of course, it comes simultaneous to uh, a starter and another major reserve, Kelly Oubre Jr., having to miss the game, but still uh, good to see some of the rotational players get back into the fold, particularly two of the stronger ones on defense, something head coach Steve Clifford talked about after the game. You know, Dennis and Cody are going to help us a lot. You know, it's just, you know, they've been sitting for all Cody, you know, it's the first game he's really played, you know. So you got to give those guys uh, minutes to play, you know, not to make excuses, but all of a sudden, you know, we lost a lot of offense and playmaking with Kelly and Gordon, you know, being out. And um, we're playing every other day now. You know, we don't get two days off again until I think like maybe nine more games or something. So, you know, the practice time you have to take full advantage of, the shoot-around time. And you have to figure it out. We have to hang in there right now. You know, our schedule, this will, the beginning part of our schedule was difficult. This is the toughest part right here. You know, we go, I think it's eight of the next ten on the road, and the two home games are Boston. And, uh, and I think we only get two days off once. So it'll be, it's good. It's, it's, it's how you can get better, you know, if you approach it the right way, and that's what we need to do. Coach, they're starting the conversation on the, the defensive improvements that should come gain those guys back, and then uh, finishing on uh, what the reality for the team is. They're about to set forth on a very long road trip and an overwhelmingly long road stretch if the Hornets let it influence their season. Um, but there's going to be opportunities to win games here. A Toronto team twice in a row that you got to chase down if you're going to make a run at a top 10 position. An Indiana Pacers squad that most most people saw as parallel to you coming into this season at worst, probably the Hornets ahead of if everyone had been healthy. And fortunately, that just wasn't reality for Charlotte to start the season. And you get a chance to test yourself against Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks. So uh, some opportunities here for the Hornets. They all are. And we'll see what Charlotte can do with it starting tomorrow. Coming up next, LaMelo Ball hits another milestone. He has reached the 1,000 career assist threshold. What does it mean? How does he fare compared to some of the other all-time greats who have also reached 1,000 assists rather young? We'll talk about that next here on the Hornet Typecast. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Santa. Time to give some flowers to the bright star for the Charlotte Hornets, LaMelo Ball. He reached 1,000 career assists on Wednesday at the Hive. He is the 899th player to do it in NBA history, but he is the fourth youngest to achieve that mark. 21 years old and 135 days beaten only by LeBron James, Stephen Marbury, and Trey Young. It's quite the accomplishment worthy of celebration here on the Hornets Hivecast. Rob Longo? I mean, what else can you ask for? I mean, when you're a top four in something or the fourth quickest to get to something, we got to celebrate it, right? Yeah, I, I think so. And, you know, the guys that he's on there with, again, LeBron, one of seven players to reach 10,000 career assists, one of the greatest all-around players in the game's history. Trey Young, another young star who is already approaching 3,000 career assists here at this young stage of his career. And then Stephon Marbury, who is a great star of his time. 
He ended up around 6,000 career assists in the National Basketball Association. So, you know, some some big heavyweights. I, I found it interesting that, you know, Stephon Marbury was probably the most like a pure point guard of that group. LeBron, an overall great playmaker, but he's more of a wing, more of a scorer, I guess a point forward maybe. Trey Young is clearly a point guard, but he's a shoot-first point guard. I think LaMelo is going to have a chance to accumulate a lot more assists than Trey will. Trey's style of play uh, does lend itself to assist opportunities because he tends to have the ball in his hands at the end of shot clock no matter what. So either he's shooting it or he's dishing it, and that person has to shoot the ball. Lamelo a little bit more in the flow of the offense, but I do think, generally speaking, he's going to end up with more assists over the course of his career. Uh, it, it'll just be interesting. I think you know, anytime you see a list like this and includes Lamelo, it, it just keeps your optimism going for the future about what this team has in this young star. Even in a game that got as sideways as the one did last night against Memphis, LaMelo finds a way to generate a double-double with 20-plus points and 12 assists and and find ways to take a team that's not shooting very well and put them in positions where they almost can't miss. That's the kind of player that LaMelo is. And that's what makes great players great. When you take a look at it across the league right now, I think the biggest thing that comes to my mind right now is about when it comes to young talent is a guy like Luka Doncic who is going out there and he's doing it a different way. He's taking over the game. He's scoring 50-plus points. But at the end of the day, he's only 23. People tend to forget about that. People tend to forget that LaMelo Ball is just 21 years old as well and just turned 21 right before the season started. So when you get on these lists... It's great, but then when you start talking about multiple lists of fastest to get to something, that's really promising because about this time last year, or in a couple of weeks, this time last year, we were talking about LaMelo Ball being one of the youngest players ever to be named to the All-Star roster. So now you got one of the youngest to ever be an All-Star and one of the youngest to get to a 1,000 career assists. And again, they're doing it in different ways when you take a look at those guys. Like LeBron is just LeBron. He's one of those hybrid guys drives, everybody draws attention to him offensively. He's able to kick and get those easy assists. Stephon Marbury, like you talked about, probably one of your more traditional point guard guys. And by the way, you had to have a pair of Starberries growing up, right? Oh, yeah. I, I had a pair of Starberries. So that's that's my fond memory of Stephon Marbury. And then Trey Young is another guy that can facilitate really well and is another guy that also draws a lot of attention. LaMelo Ball draws a lot of attention, but there's just some of those passes that he makes, and you look at it and you go, how in the world did he even, first off, envision making that pass or think about making that pass, and how did he complete it? So, I mean, he's just an otherworldly talent with the ball in his hands, and it's just amazing to see. It's so much fun to watch. We can't wait for the next 1,000. It's like watching uh, someone play chess on multiple boards blindfolded. Like He's just looking at stuff that's not there for the rest of us, and it's fun to watch. You know, One thing I wanted to bring up, and I know it's been a frustrating season right now uh, with the squad off to a 10-29 and 29 start, but we're starting to see some guys get healthy, and we're seeing some extended run here for some of the younger players. And it made me think of this Memphis team and how right now, yes, they're near the top of the Western Conference, but it wasn't that long ago that they were the team kind of building things up and they knew they had their star in John Morant, but there were a lot of question marks about other recently drafted players. And it was two seasons ago that uh, coming out of the pandemic year where we saw teams play in front of a lot of empty arenas that Memphis started to make their run, made it into the play-in tournament, despite not being in the top eight in their conference, then made it into the playoff bracket, and, and that became you know the, the first step towards 
where they are now, which is being a serious contender for a conference championship and a finals appearance. But the young players on that team at that time, yeah, they had John Moran, who everyone thought they knew about, but there was Dylan Brooks, a second-round pick. There was Brandon Clark, a mid-level first-round pick. Jaron Jackson Jr., a lottery pick. Desmond Bain, a late first-round pick. All those guys were on that same team playing 19, 20-plus minutes per game, working it out together. You look at them now, and they're all still there. They're all key parts of this team. So Charlotte, for for this parallel to actually become a parallel, uh, they're going to have to make a run here and make things interesting for a top 10 position in a a play-in tournament spot, which I don't think is impossible. They're within seven, eight games of doing so. Uh, They've got 40-plus games left to do it in. So they've got some work to do, but there is time to get the job done. But if they can do it, I'll be interested to see. You know, Who are the guys that we look back on two years from now and say, all right, everyone knew about LaMelo. He was the obvious choice. But who are these other guys here that were showing the breadcrumbs of what they could become? And then hopefully two years from now, we're talking about a team near the Eastern Conference top of the totem pole. Well, I'll give you one comparison at least to think about, and that was when you look at the way that this Memphis roster was constructed. A lot of it is homegrown, of course, but one piece and one of the bigger pieces on this roster that was not homegrown is Steven Adams. And the Grizzlies took a little bit of a flyer on Adams. They traded Jonas Valanciunas to the Pelicans to get him, and it was uh, just not a very good career year for Steven Adams' last year in New Orleans. And then he comes to Memphis. Great chemistry with John Morant. You see him just cleaning up everywhere on the offensive board. So maybe in a couple years, maybe it's a Nick Richards or a Mark Williams. Those are some of the easy targets out there. But if LaMelo is able to find his pick-and-roll partner and the bigs are able to develop and continue on that path that they currently are, then you never know. LaMelo Ball, 1,000 career assists. Hopefully we speak it into existence. The Memphis 2021 to today timeline, followed by the Hornets today to the not-too-distant future. That's going to do it for this edition of the Hornet Tivecast. Charlotte begins a four-game road trip tomorrow in Milwaukee. We will have our game preview edition. Walker Mail of Middays on 92.7 Sports Radio WFNZ. Our flagship station is in the on-deck circle to be our guest for that one. Till then, for Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along, and we will talk to you next time right here on the Hornet Tivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornet Tivecast. Brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.